सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यम करवावह तेजस्वीतमस्तुमा विद्विषावह नमश्रीशंकरुपादाबुजन्मने सविलास महामोहग्रहग्रासकर्मणे नौ वी हैव बीन लुकिंग एट दी दी इंपॉर्टेंस ऑफ वंस कॉन्डक्ट and you know attitude values the importance of you know having these firmly established in one's life after shravanam and even yesterday after we had some time for question and answers that i you know i feel like there is still a little bit of confusion among the shrota the shrotaganas you know people who are listening and i just want to take the time to see if we can you know address this a bit before we go further uh, you know in our uh, you know uh, uh, in the text so the confusion or the questions that uh, that are centered around this have to do with assuming uh, you know the the questions are like this that you know after gaining self knowledge then how can all these kama krodha and all come back you know because what do we say the adhikaritvam you know before gaining the self knowledge one has to get, get all these qualifications and without the qualifications self knowledge is an impossibility then after the qualifications are gained only the knowledge is gained so once the knowledge is gained after the qualifications are gained knowledge is gained means that after the qualifications are gained means once the ragadveshas are eliminated then only knowledge takes place now that the, the knowledge has taken place how can the previously eliminated ragadveshas say tada and come back that seems to be the pervasive you know theme around the questions that have been coming in the last two days and so that uh, you know i wish to you know address because you know we have to look at what is the assumption behind this this line of questioning so the assumption behind this line of questioning is as follows that self knowledge is an event that happens in time to the self so up till now i didn't have the knowledge and there was point a no knowledge no qualifications you know point a1 you know T one or A one, yeah, yeah. So point T zero, no qualifications, no knowledge. Point T one, qualifications. Point T two, you know what? Self knowledge has occurred. And then point T three, why do I have to still work on myself? Because hasn't that already been done? Because if this is incumbent on getting the knowledge, then after the knowledge there should be nothing to do. in fact this is what you know the upanishad says you know amritaha te bhavanti etc etc so there is some you know this is this is the assumption this is the source behind the questioning however you know one thing we have to understand is that atmajnanam is neither an event that happens to the self because the self being what free limitless it is the canvas so to speak the adhisthana on which you know you know on which all events are superimposed and they unfold in a in a mithya way in in addition to time and space so time is superimposed upon as though on that atma i and space is as though superimposed upon that atma so how can atma you know ripen like a mango in time and then you know now we say this is a ripe atma ripe with the juice of self knowledge raso vai sah another meaning for that you know there is a quote in the taitri upanishad 
ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ because then there is aghata aghata means there is a destruction of anantyam the self is no longer limitless because if a superimposed event of so called let us call it enlightenment or atmagyanam whatever it is that's why you know the vedanta teacher has to have <laughs> you know permanently the hand should be like this you know instead of chin mudra <laughs> it has to be like this this is a what is that as though mudra you know this is new as though mudra one has to always be like this so because you know what is going on here we have to see it cannot be an event enlightenment or atmagyanam you know or agnyan and everything whatever you want to call it cannot be an event that is happening to the self why you know Well, the the main reason is the self is you know the self is not transformed by an event cannot be in fact all events are transformed as it were because of the presence of the self they unfold so the self is the adhisthana for all events in other words self is free of you know space so self cannot be the space upon which this event called enlightenment arrives and then operates upon the self previously zero now yes enlightened not possible and again the second reason is that so the self is not uh, you know some kind of a so you know so, you know subject to time it's not some kind of an entity that is subject to time because everything we see blooms in time like a rose bud becomes rose in time you know and when do we see this rose rose every day and then you know we see this and we see all things you know all things unfold in time and then you know and then the time itself unfolds because of whose presence is called atma i the self and this the kathopanishad makes very clear by saying you know the following you know yasya brahma chakshatram cha ubhe bhavatah odanam and then mrityuhu yasya upasesha upasechanam saithaveda tasya sah you know meaning that for the person of self knowledge all the gradations in society like brahmana kshatriya etc they they are immaterial from rice and dal <laughs> to be swallowed up all the gradations and the hierarchies in society are swallowed up in the form of rice and dal and time you know talked about uh, here by by the word mrityu you know time what you know time is a pickle like you know you put aside the condiment you don't put so much pickle you put a little bit of pickle because it's spicy and it's it's just to pep up the rest of the things that you are eating so rice and dal and everything that will also have its small seasoning but then that pickle you just you know touch on the tongue little bit so mrityu time here they you know death time etc you know do not they they are just ingested by the self in the form of you know a small condiment the self as it were you know the kathopanishad has its own humor the self as it were finds you know death spicy <laughs> you know a spicy little tidbit to ingest and then you know burp up you know saying aha that was a nice meal so that self which makes a meal of time and space makes the meal of all gradations of society and the gradations are important because that's what everybody takes seriously the hierarchies and the various you know divisions of labor all kinds of divisions etc man woman child you know brahmana kshatriya you know ceo and you know and then what labor Uh, unions management labor everything is just 
swaha you know and you know we have a uh, statement kalo jagat bhakshakah so the one the time is the eater of the jagat and then what <laughs> you know then the, the the self is the eater of time yeah and this has to be understood so if these two things are understood namely number one that events cannot you know trans events happening cannot you know transform the self even such an event called enlightenment and uh, that's why enlightenment is not an event and also events unfold in time and the self is free of time i am free of time and so therefore what where does this leave us it leaves us confused about the nature of enlightenment and this is a good confusion because all the other notions that have gone previously that are asking you know the that that are behind the kinds of questions we have seen this weekend you know they are resolved the quest the, the, those notions are no longer there the confusion is easy to uh, eliminate so how where do we look for this you know how do we understand enlightenment then you know so that's why i rarely use the word enlightenment except to illustrate this you know the impossibility of this being a event in time and in space so therefore you know agnana nirasanat gnanam so the removal of agnanam is 90% of what is called gnanam <laughs> yeah and then you know you being self evident whatever you know nitya uh, nityam brahma shuddham brahma shantam brahma that which is talked about is communicated to that self which is already self evident and it is just there so 90 what why 90 99% is agnana nirasanam and the removal of agnana again cannot be an event why because the agnana is just as though there <laughs> and this is what the bhagavad gita says it is like even an eclipse which you cannot say covers the sun even the total solar eclipse cannot cover the sun in fact it is because of the presence of the sun that you can put on your nice uh, you know shaded glasses and uh, uh, you know look at the eclipse so the eclipse is an as though covering and the as though covering is removed how as though <laughs> yeah the as though covering is removed as though and then you know when you look at the eclipse is a very good example because you see the covering you know uh, you know let's say the total the totality point is already there we are looking at a total eclipse lunar or solar doesn't matter then you look at the eclipse and then it slowly goes slowly goes slowly goes slowly goes ah so like this you know yes the student of vedanta comes more or less equipped with some shama sam dama sam uparati and then studying the text such as tatva bodha you know ups the ante and then gets a little more qualifications and yes all that is true and then listens to the gnanam thus grahanam of the gnanam grasps the gnanam and how much that knowledge is able to you know uh, is able to uh, be assimilated depends upon the the you know the society of ragadveshas slowly dropping slowly departing so there is a direct concomitant relationship between the growing clarity and the dropping of agnanam ah this is what the whole thing is this is how it it does and even though to you it may seem that the agnanam is dropping in time <laughs> and the clarity is growing in time really speaking the self is untouched by agnanam so the agnanam being an as though interloper is as though removed with the help of the shastra and with the help of shamadama etc that's you know as the preparation for uh, shastra grahanam grasping the shastra so then what so what is being addressed here so that's why we have to stop thinking of enlightenment as happening on a particular day just like you celebrate your birthday happy birthday to me and you know 
and then what? And then so some sadhus do this. There is an enlightenment day. And this is a very pervasive delusion. Really. You know, what is there to celebrate? The, the self that was never bound, you are going to celebrate that it is freed? And that means what? That means bondage becomes real. If the celebration of freedom is, is, is needed, that means bondage is real. If bondage is real, it cannot be removed. If bondage is not real, there is nothing to remove. We are wasting our time. So this as though bondage is as though removed, it's a silent affair. <laughs> ah, nothing to celebrate because the, the greatest celebration is what? That the self is already unafflicted. And somehow because of this as though association with Ajnanam, with the, with the eclipse of Ragadveshas, I'm coming under the spell of this. And so the Shastra removes the Ajnanam and then, you know, in the uh, for a student who is equipped with also the preparation to, you know, help uh, clear away the Ragadveshas. Because the Ragadveshas and Ajnanam are closely linked very closely linked and so there is a kind of a two part you know what should I say you know each one does the part the Shastras along with the Gurus you know what that they remove the Ajnanam the student on the other hand allows the Ajnanam to be removed by having Shraddha by subjecting oneself to the knowledge and Guru Vakya you know and the, and the words of the teacher by submitting to this knowledge, surrendering to, you know, Bhagavan, all these things, Bhakti, Shraddha, you know, all the Shamadama, etc. That is the Shishya's part. And the greater the, you know, involvement of the Shishya, the, the you know, the greater the, the clarity. That's all it is. So the Shishya does the preparation, the Guru removes the knowledge for the, sorry, the ignorance, uh, you know, for the Shishya who does the preparation. So therefore, what is, you know, what is Jnanam? <laughs> what is self-knowledge? It should be seen more as a growing clarity. So, you know, you sit in the Vedanta class and immediately there is a sense of euphoria, you know, and then what? You are euphoric, uh, you know, and then, you know, euphoric, euphoric. So, a very happy. Oh, I have been looking for this all my life. Finally, I understood. OMG. It's an OMG moment, an aha moment. And then you, you just, you know, you're so happy. You rejoice. You're just, you know, thrilled. I got it. I got it. And then what? You sit in the next class, you know. Then you say, oh, I thought I got it then, but now I got it. And then the next class, oh, this became clearer. I thought I knew. I've been listening for, you know, somebody said here, uh, Ramagiri said, I've been listening for 12 years. I've been listening for 12 years. I've been listening for 15 years. I've been listening for 20 years. And then what? The, you know, there is something there that is, you know, that has become clearer. Why? You know, what has become clearer is that, you know, what has, the, 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 what has allowed, you know, to become clearer is because of the Ragadvesha dropping, 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 dropping and, you know, and more of the self being available to assimilate the knowledge, more of the Antakarana, you know, be having the room to assimilate the knowledge. You know, if you live in a space like a house or a room, you know, it's a finite space, correct? Yeah. <laughs> and then what? So, if you want to bring in something new, if you want to, like I was giving this example yesterday, if you want to, you know, do a makeover of the house and then you want to change the furniture. So, what you have to do? You, have to, you can't just go and order all the furniture and then they'll all deliver it at the doorstep. And worse still, if you're living in an apartment because it'll all be in the corridor and other neighbors and the friends will object. You have to first make the space, you know, to be able to accommodate, correct? The new one. So you have to get rid of the old things. And then only the new thing can come, you know. And so likewise here, this understanding, which is really you already there, so to speak, but which is not, you know, which is not being seen. Ah. So one has to, you know, 
there can only be you know Ishvara Srishti Ishvara Srishti prevails and Ishvara prevails Ishvara Srishti means what? there is no Srishti you know ultimately there is only Ishvara Ishvara prevails where? in you as you and Ishvara needs a lot of room <laughs> being limitless there is no room for you you means what? Ragadvesha Jeeva Piva, full of peeves, you know, full of complaints, full of dissatisfaction, full of, you know, some kind of grudges. No, there is no room for that. So, Ishvara is there? Yes, Ishvara is there. But why do you say Ishvara has to come? Come meaning, you know, be, you, you have to become aware of the presence of Ishvara. Otherwise, the Antakarana is like a dungeon, you know, yeah, a cave. That is why the Upanishad keeps saying, Guha Nihitatvam, you know, Nihitam Guhayam, you know. And, uh, you know, this is this is there in Katha Upanishad, this is there in many Upanishads. The Guha, this cave-like Antakarana, dank, damp with disappointment, desolate, and the person sitting in the cave feels trapped and isolated. Stalactites of doubt, stalagmites of, you know, uh, despair, bats of anyatha grahanam, you know, <laughs> circling around, all this in this antakkarana. And then the person cries, where are you Bhagavan, darshan, though I am yearning for you, I am all alone, help me, save me. Yeah. And then, you know, this is what, this is what is talked about in the Kathopanishad. Ritam pivantau sukritasya loke kuham pravishtau parame parardhe chaya tapau brahma vido vadanti yena strinachiketaha api vadanti So it's as though two fellows have snuck in into this cave afore described and then what? And then they are, you know, they, it's, it's more of a cave or a cavern, or maybe it's a tavern <laughs> where some drinks are served because when one is lonely, you know, one is given to alcohol. So here there are two fellows who have gone to this tavern in the shape of a cave, and then they are being served with some cocktail served by Chitragupta. Who is Chitragupta? Ishvara in the form of Karma Phala Data. And then both of them are clinking their glasses, so to speak. At least that's what it appears from the outside the cave. You have installed a camera and you have you are looking into this cave. Two people are drinking. And then one is making a grimace. The face is all just upset. Why? Because he was wanting sweet juice. But bitter juice of previous karmas are being served up and the person has no option except to drink, keeps on addicted to the drink, keeps on drinking and addicted to the drink, keeps on drinking and sips the bitter and then a little bit of sweet comes and then pungent and rancid and rotten, you know, juice and, uh, you know, rotten karma phala <laughs> coming back to, you know, and then what? And then, you know, Pibantau, question mark, dual, both of them are drinking. No, 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 only one is drinking. Say Brahmavid, the, the Brahmavid, the, the sages, the knowers of Brahman say, no, 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 both are not drinking, only one is drinking. One is subject to Papa Punya. And the one thinks, the one who thinks I am subject to Papa Punya, I am a Karta, I am a Bhokta, I am a Pramata. That is the ahankara. In the same antakarana, the other one is Bhagavan Ishvara. So, chaya tapau, one is a shadow, the other one is the sun, atapaha. <laughs> and then this is, this fellow is a shadow self. So, this jiva is the shadow self, the one who thinks I am karta bhokta, you know, manta pramata, and I am the doer, I am the all in all, I am the best, east or west. This one is the one subject to sorrow, subject to this sorrowful drink. You know, he took to the drink, he or she, to drown the sorrows. But then, that makes one even more sorrowful. And then what? And the same, same image in the Mundaka Upanishad, except we have two birds. 
we saw that earlier jushtam yada pashyati anyamisham tasya mahimanam asya mahimanam iti vitashoko bhavati so how long does this uh, you know uh, masquerade last of of there being two instead of one there is actually one but it appears to be two because one of them has split itself you know it has taken the ball and gone home and then is feeling isolated nobody is playing with me i'm i'm just alone and and so grieves so jushtam yada pashyati so when it is united back with the source of itself ishvara and then when it sees this ishvara anyam isham when it sees this ishvara that it was thinking as anya separate from itself as the truth of itself then what vetashoko bhavati that ishvara's glory is my own glory so room has to be made for ishvara prakati karanam so for ishvara to be visible then you know for that you know there has to be less of you <laughs> in you as you ha huh? in the antakarana less of you means less ahankara more accommodation more compassion more satvik or ishvara like qualities to imbibe that is why this section is very important you know so the ishvara darshanam ishvara drishti is you know as you know is what is the is the falsification of jiva srishti that is what ishvara drishti is within oneself it's not that ishvara is going to come and sit in front of you in fact ishvara is tired of sitting in front of you because ishvara is is you is already there but here the person who you know who is ishvara runs around in the you know what in the maharnava in the great ocean of sorrow saying where is the respite where will bhagavan come how will i recognize bhagavan what to do this is the jigsa sad jignasu yearning for the knowledge and the knowledge says you don't have to look any further it's right there <laughs> you know uh, only thing is there is only room for one of you <laughs> so the reduction of jiva srishti is what is equal to ishvara drishti ishvara darshanam that's what it is and that my friends is what is called so called quote unquote permanent quote unquote enlightenment it's more it's best described as a gradual you know growth of clarity it is not time bound it is not happening at a particular point in time like the birth of jesus christ like the battle of plassey all these things you can say okay 1757 you can you know do that and 1857 first revolt of independence all these things you can do in indian history in world history but this is not something you can pinpoint and say on this day i got enlightenment why because you are already ishvara is already abiding in you as you it is awaiting awaiting recognition and that's why the bhagavad gita says you know अज्ञानेन आवृतम ज्ञानम तेन मुह्यन्ति जन्तवः सो द जंतुस ऑल द जीवस मुह्यन्ति गेट डिल्यूडेड बिकॉज़ दिस ज्ञानम इज एज दो यू नो लाइक ए एंबर लाइव एंबर कवर्ड बाय एशेस एंड यू डू दैट इज द गुरुस जॉब शास्त्रास जॉब फू एंड देन द एंबर इज ग्लोइंग या सो ईश्वरा इज राइट देयर and jiva also unfortunately is there <laughs> jiva is there in the form of ragadveshas in the form of you know kama krodha moha lobha etc and for this ahankara that is identified with jiva and its own srishti this knowledge is saying what to do to just you know to be one you know to to have ishvara darshanam you know it's like you you find sometimes you you know in the attic something in india it happens all the time and even in america you find something you think it's worthless some you know pot which is you know full of uh, what is that a uh, rust uh, not rust but whatever that is you know uh, there is a patina of some oxidization it's all an oxidized you know thing you think it's worthless you think it's made of tin and you confuse the oxidization for rust but there is a small area which was hidden from you know all the air and everything 
that looks a little bit, you know, shine. There is a little shine. So too, in the antakarana of even the most deluded jiva, there is a small feeling, you know, this is not me. All this sorrow, this pain, this, this, you know, yearning, this longing to be somebody or the other, this must not be me. There is something there, you know, that I have to, you know, that I have to, you know, that, that, that I have to understand, that I have to uh, know. That is like that small piece, small area, smaller than a postage stamp of a little shine. And that's enough <laughs> for the person to take some tamarind or brasso or copper or whatever it is and rub the surface. You know? And then what? You know? Then, then, then the whole pot is shown to be a copper pot, gold pot, silver pot, whatever it is. The oxidization, it has a, there is a tarnish on it. And the tarnish is removed and the thing shines. So to speak, you know, same thing is happening here. The tarnish removal, you know, here in this section, we are reminded is a, you know, is a two, uh, you know, is a two, 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 uh, two way affair. The guru removes the tarnish, all right, but for the, the shishya should allow oneself for the tarnish to be removed by having the appropriate preparation. So who is this section addressing? This section is addressing the person with Vedanta euphoria. The one who has attended some, you know, has studied for some time. We don't know how, how long, because it doesn't matter. It's, this is a hypothetical person, you know, has studied for some time. And some Ragadveshas have gone, have studied enough for that clarity to come, but not, you know, enough for the knowledge to be ultimately, completely, what is that, assimilated. And again, this is, the clarity is, is seen in time, but you know, the assimilation of the knowledge is, is not something that, that can be measured, because Adhikari Bheda is there. You know, you cannot have a universal thing. After three months, you will have this much clarity. After six months, you will have this much clarity. That's not the idea. So then, so the person who has some clearing has been done, there is a, breath, a breathing of relief. Aha, thank God, I thought I was a, I thought I was a disaster, but actually, you know, I'm, a, I'm Ishvara. But then what happens, that if the, you know, if the, you know, if the initial euphoria and if the initial, you know, what is that, the study of the Upanishads is, you know, what happens generally, if that is taken up by the Ahankara and claimed as I am a Jnani, you see how it is, ah, the I joins Jnani, before what I was, a Jnani, now what, I am a Jnani. You see the contradiction? If you say, I am a jnani, then whatever concept of jnanam that the ahankara is able to grasp at that particular point. In other words, whatever clarity the ahankara, the antakarana is able to, you know, command at that, you know, given point in time, it, the ahankara attaches to the notion, I am a jnani, instead of, you know, being vigilant to see what all can happen, instead of calming down and then allowing the knowledge to take place, submitting to Shastra Guru Bhagavan, you know, has this, uh, has this, uh, you know, this I attaches not to Brahman, not to Ishvara, but to the notion, I am a jnani, and to, uh, unto this person, this whole section is addressed, okay, and, and the caveat of, you know, claiming, you know, this jnanam as some, you know, kind of an alankara, like a crown, you know, I need to be respected, why, because I am a jnani, I have studied, and Pujya Swamiji had a wonderful word for this. You know, he used to phrase, he used to say, this is enlightenment ahankara. <laughs> and I happened to be there when one person came to him and said, Swami, you know, not even G. G is a mark of respect. But here there was no G attached because he thought, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already knowing this. Why should I respect anybody? I don't have to respect anyone. So no G is there. Swami, you know, and Pujya Swamiji said, yes, 
and he said, you know, I have studied this, that, everything. He made a big list of everything he has studied under some some other teacher or whatever it was. And then, you know, and apparently the teacher passed away, gained Mahasamadhi, that Swami uh, under whom he studied. And then he said, you know, I'm, you know, I'm there. I'm wonderful. I have nothing to do. Krithakrithyosmi, I'm a jnani. I have no desires. What desires? I have no desires. You know, all the desires are there. But the, that, that uh, pervasive delusion, I have no desire, continues because the ahankara is always wanting to hold on to something as, as itself and declare victory. And here it has, before it was holding on to, I'm a sad, miserable creature. And now it is holding on to, I am a jnani. <laughs> I'm Ishvara, so everybody should fall at my feet. And so he said, you know, I have only one question. In fact, all the questions are gone. I am satisfied. I am great. I am wonderful. And Swamiji kept shaking his head. Yes, yes, fine, fine. Enjoy your knowledge, you know. Well, that is my question. Because now what should I do? <laughs> you know, now I am a jnani and I have gained this, I have gained that, I have gained this Upanishad, that Upanishad, I have studied this, this and some vague, vague, rare, rare things which nobody even has heard of. He he rattled off the texts and the bhashyas, tikas, tippanis and you know, all these whatever, you know, the whole compendium of the Shastra he rattled off. And uh, this was in Chennai. And then I happened to be there. And then he said, uh, you know, what should I do now? <laughs> and uh, Pooja Swamiji, without batting an eyelid, said, go get a job, <laughs> pay your bills, and, uh, you know, do, you know, lead your life. That's what you have to do. Oh, but I am a jnani. How can I lead my life? It has to be led for me. And Pooja Swamiji just got up and walked away. This is what the whole thing is. And then he looked at me and he said, Enlightenment Ahankara. <laughs> this is what it is. And so for the Enlightenment Ahankari, this whole section has beautifully unfolded, showing at every, you know, that's why it has been relentless, comparing this so-called pseudo-jnani to a pig, to a dog, to, to you know, dung-eating pigs in the sty, you know. Uh, who hang out by the sewage and you know all these filthy things and to a dog even when it is given a whole kingdom on a platter will go and eat some rubbish you know at the first given opportunity this is you know this is to make to rattle up the hankara this, this so you see it's not that vidyaranya swamiji has some kind of ragadvesha for here it is to shake up this ahankara, this fellow who is a pseudo jnani, and the ahankara responds only when it is insulted. Ah. <laughs> if it is praised, it continues in the pervasive delusion. So he is bringing out the ahankara of this jiva, and this new jiva srishti is what? I am a jnani jiva srishti. Ah. <laughs> so this is what is being knocked off, you know, and this is beautifully expressed in the Shastra. You know, uh, then uh, it, it says, you know, uh, in the I think in the Mahabharata this is there. Although I have never been able to find this line, but uh, somewhere it is, uh, it is there. So here the, uh, the the situation is where the person comes and says, I have given up the house. You know, Kaptam Maya. You know, I have given the house up. I have given the spouse up. I have given the pet mouse up and I have given, you know, what else, you know, I have given up the children and, uh, you know, actually, you know, the house, uh, you know, the, the spouse herself left, uh, so, the, but he says he has given her up, I have given this up, I have, could not stand him anymore and could not stand his ahankara and she herself left and, uh, you know, but he says I have given her up. I have given this one up, I have given up my wealth, I have given up my, you know, uh, all these things, I have given up my security, I have given up Kama, I have given up Raga, I have given up Dvesha, I am the best giver-upper in the whole universe. You see the problem with that? Ah. And so the line is, Yenatyajasi, you know, Ubhe Satyanrite Tyaktva Yenatyajasi Tatyaja yeah. So, Yenatyajasi, by which ahankara you have given everything else up, my dear fellow, give up that ahankara now. Ah. 
that's what the whole thing is that is what sanyasa is truly not just the feeling i am a sanyasi in fact that is that feeling should not be there i mean look at all we have to do is look at pujya swami ji's life he never had the feeling i am a great gnani he related to everyone at whatever level that they invoked him he was a normal person he related you know just you know how one does in the world how are you oh would you like some tea I mean, would you like a chocolate and how are the children you know how is i don't see your spouse where is he where is she you know this is this is how he was that that caring was there and when you were with him you felt like you were the only person even if there were 250 people in the room that is what is the gnani lakshana not this feeling i am a gnani and i am a sanyasi and i am a big vedantin and everybody should respect me and i need that respect and that is what is being the khandanam is done you know um, swami vidyaranya is you know uh, bringing this ahankara down with the help of all kinds of metaphors pig dog etc and then you know and then teaching this ahankara you know how to how to go further and why the jeevas are making a compelling argument for why this jeeva srishti has to be dro- dropped let us read further verse number 58 kamyadi dosha drishta drishtyadyaha kamyadityagahetavah कामयादिदोषदृष्टिया प्रसिद्धा मोक्षशास्त्रु तानन्वसुखी प्रसिद्धा मोक्षशास्त्रु तानन्वसुखी सो वी स्टॉप्ड यस्टडे एट दैट यू नो at that uh, choice either you get to the place of this intolerable ahankara because now attaching to this feeling i i know and i know the self and i am a gnani because the self is not an object it is a very subject and so for the one who is truly a gnani and for the one for whom there is full blown clarity there is no such association i am a gnani that i is not there at all you know to to attach to anything and so therefore you know you have two choices either you get to the place where you can't stand yourself and then people also around you can't stand you or you let go of these mental defect of the ahankara attaching to this i notion of being a gnani and then what and then be truly someone who is worshiped by the people in the world pujyasva devavat and here he says that this is you know this is not very difficult to do moksha shastreshu prasiddhaha you know in the in the treatises on moksha bhagavad gita this is prasthana traya bhagavad gita upanishads and what else brahma sutra so moksha shastreshu prasiddhaha so this is very well known in the moksha shastra what is well known you know and in the teachings on liberation this is well known what is well known the connection between repeatedly looking at the problems making all the problems that we have discussed of the ahankara raga dvesha attaching to the notion i am a gnani etc so the connection between seeing the fallacies within oneself and giving them up there is a connection because only when you see something as a problem then only you are able to enquire into it and give it up correct if you don't feel like you have a problem then why will you why will you enquire into anything correct same thing with agnyanam when agnyanam becomes a problem because of punya vishesha the person has enough punya to see that agnyanam is a problem and then only the person goes forth to find a teacher to find the shastra and you know surrender to the you know shastra because only when it's a problem so when you are able to see this problem then giving it up is is a child's play 
Same the problem is half the battle. This is what all the shastras, you know, uh, centered on the human liberation talk about. Moksha shastreshu, you know, this maxim is very prasiddha, very well known in the in all the teachings on liberation. And what is well known? Kamya. Kamya means Kama Yogya. So the objects of desire, Kama, you know, Kamyadi. So all the objects of desire, etc. Dosha Drishtadhyaha. Dosha Drishtadhyaha means by repeatedly seeing the problems with objects of desire, seeing their finitude, repeatedly seeing the problem with the karma itself, you know, having that inner space where you just observe everything and not be a participant. Put the ahankara on a diet of sakshi, pratyaksha. So, sakshi means make the ahankara into a witness and then let it just witness all the things going by. I am a jnani, okay, that is a notion. I am a not a jnani, that is also a notion. You know, I, I, I know everything, that is a notion. I know nothing, that is a notion. I want this, that is a notion. I am a wanter because I want this, that is also a notion. So this dosha drishti means repeatedly exemplifying, you know, or witnessing the problems immediately, you know, and, uh, you know, has that connection. Is There is an immediate connection between the witnessing of the problem and then dropping all these useless desires which the ahankara is holding on to. So this is, this, there is a connection. Half the battle is won when you are able to see it for what it is because there is that inner space. You are not participating in the delusion. You are just watching the delusion. And for this, the Moksha Shastras are ready to teach you now. Now that you have got this big upbraiding from me and you have, you know, you have been rattled enough, go back to the Shastra. Tan Anvishya. Anvishya, inquiring into the Shastra. Just be, you know, live in delight. Sukhi Bhava. Sukhi Bhava. May, you know, Kalam Naya Nirantaram. May your whole time be spent living with the Shastra, in fact living the Shastra and then that is the way out of this conundrum, this impossible conundrum of this, you know, Jeeva Srishti coming to attack in the form of Ahankara attached to the notion that it is a Jnani and so that, that notion itself is Jeeva Srishti of the Ashastriya variety and Ashastriya variety of Jeeva Srishti, Jeeva Dvaita we have already seen, you know, there, they, it, it was divided into two. What are those divisions? Huh? Who remembers? Not a rhetorical question. I'm expecting a response. Yeah, intense and dull, correct. But then, my question is, what comes under the intense type of Jeeva Srishti and what comes under the mild type of Jeeva Srishti? Of the Ashastriya variety. Yeah, Kama, Ragadvesha, etc., Kama, Krodha, etc., what are they? Intense or mild? Yeah? Kama, Krodha, yes, and fantasies. Which is intense, which is mild? And what is the mild variety? No, no, Shastriya is different. So, Jeeva Dvaitam was first, you know, the first one, uh, first division was Shastra sanctioned Jeeva Srishti. And then what? Shastra not sanctioned Jeeva Srishti. We have to go through the whole thing now because there seems to be some confusion in some minds. And so, Shastra sanctioned Jeeva Srishti and not Shastra sanctioned, Shastra not sanctioned Jeeva Srishti. First division. And what is Shastra sanctioned Jeeva Srishti? Enquiry into Brahman, pursuing Brahmajnanam. That is Shastra sanctioned Jeeva Srishti and then preparing for the knowledge, Shama, Dhamma, etc. Shastra sanctioned Jeeva Srishti. 
and now shastra not sanctioned jiva srishti is further divided into two intense and mild and the intense variety is kama krodha etc and the mild variety is what you know fantasy yeah fantasy and so i hope that is clear so if that is clear then we can move to the next uh, you know verse which the question is where in in this in this excitement of repeating all this i appear to have lost the text let us see now where is this ah here it comes okay so now uh, the, if this is understood then up till now the purva pakshi was sitting quietly being upbraided by swami vidyaranya now comes with a you know with a querulous you know kind of a question a complaint more of a complaint than a question let us see what it is very entertaining tyajyatamesha kamadihi tyajyatamesha kamadihi manorajye tu kakshatihi manorajye tu kakshatihi ashesha dosha bijatvat ashesha dosha bijatvat kshatir bhagavate rita kshatir bhagavate rita so first line objection second line response by swami vidyaranya so the you know the <laughs> our fellow purva pakshi is uh, not happy at all who is this our fellow who is this purva pakshi ahankara the ahankara is not happy at all why because the ahankara has gone through the spin cycle of a wash it has been cleansed off all the dear notions i am a gnani i am a sanyasi i am a vedantin i am this i am that that i am you know is now just gasping where should this i am join what should i identify with so the ahankara has gone through an intense you know first it has been soaked in the shamadama and uparati uh, in the detergent of shamadama and the ragadveshas have been just whatever sanitized and then what it has gone through the you know agitation and then it has gone through the spin cycle it has come out really weak but not yet dead okay <laughs> it is it is weak it is still struggling and then it complains all right all right you have convinced me kama krodha lobha moha vada matsarya you know all these you know things these six uh, you know negative things and all these have to be given up including my identification with with all of them raga dvesha i am a gnani ahankara all these things pride etc i have to give it up okay no problem i am with you so that is the intense variety of jeeva srishti you know which is in the form of all these six fold delusions i am now ready to give it up thanks to your persuasive operation upon upon me i have i am ready to give it up but 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 let me have my fantasy why do you want to take that away who is the fantasy harming okay ka kama krodha and all you know there is a dharma ullanghana there is a danger of crossing dharma there is a danger that i may hurt somebody because of kama and krodha because of anger road rage etc and because of delusion because of this i may it, it will impact people but here this is my private world unto which i retreat aha and is you don't even know what i'm thinking i may be thinking about strangling you you don't know <laughs> and thank god you don't know because i'm not really strangling you i'm just having that vision you know because there is so much anger and you know then it has to have some kind of a venting and you know usually the venting of the kama takes the form of manorajya both positive and negative and one feels very satisfied in just you know enacting things on the daydreaming level because many times if the emotions are not dysregulated and if there are no mental problems then at this level usually the person stops you imagine strangling somebody you know like a very persnickety boss or somebody who is after you you just imagine them 
and you know it's harmless you you certainly are not going to enact it and you are not going to do this and that is what the feeling is that why are you taking away the mild variety of jeeva srishti let me have that you yourself said it is manda it is not tivra okay okay i'll take care of the intense one no problem but the mild one let me have it it is my private world you have no right to encroach upon that world and you have no right to tell me to drop it because you know kaakshatihi what's the problem what 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 happens to you you know it's not you know i'm not uh, taking anybody's money i am not uh, you know cutting somebody's chances of getting ahead in life by sp- spreading false rumors i am not hurting anybody verbally mentally physically no mentally maybe but they don't know and it is all an imagination enacted and i'm not hurting myself either and then what you know the, then he says that you know kaakshatihi so what is the harm in fantasizing and fantasizing here means what letting the ob- you know enacting the karagadveshas mentally that is what is fantasy look into it deeply oh i am on a cruise how nice blue blue waters nice palm trees i am sitting you know in a gazebo wonderful <laughs> you know what's the harm in that that is an enactment of karma i'm going to kill this person i'm having this feeling of just bashing up this person that is an enactment of krodha oh this person has so much how come i don't have anything let me imagine living the life of some celebrity oprah winfrey what does she do nothing she just talks and people give her millions of dollars let me just imagine being you know because you can google the lifestyle of rich and famous and then even oprah's house maybe on that you can you know you know google from room to room how each room looks and uh, you can imagine yourself sprawled on her couch and eating something drinking something and then imagining that you know that is again an enactment of lobha and then you can imagine just you know you know being married to someone else other than who you are married to it doesn't matter that that person happens to be the spouse of your best friend but still you can imagine because what's the harm in imagining that is again you know moha delusion and you imagine getting some accolades for doing nothing that is mada when you imagine you know one upmanship the person who is always you know grating at your nerves swinging from nerve to nerve you have defeated because you are upset this is jeal- enacting jealousy so the manorajya is a mental enactment of kama krodha lobha etc it is no different it is just classified as mild because it is not completely full fledged in its uh, what is manifestation that is the only difference between tivra variety of this ashastriya jeeva srishti and manda variety of this ashastriya jeeva srishti jeeva srishti not sanctioned by the shastra so what is manorajya ashesha dosha bijah tasmat ashesha dosha bijatvat ashesha dosha bijah this is a nice alliteration ashesha means endless dosha faults fallacies and those fallacies we have seen all the problems with which which impede the imbibing of this knowledge all the problems which come in the way of this knowledge is the seed bija so the manorajya the mild variety of jeeva srishti where you mentally enact the kama krodha etc without necessarily giving uh, what is it saying giving vent to them in the world uh, still they are a very big problem why because they have great potential as a, they have the seed potential so they are the seed to what to all kinds of problems later on limitless problems they are the seed of all these defects coming to manifestation iti you know that is the kshati that is the problem iti you know bhagavata irita you know by bhagavan krishna it has been declared where in which upanishad ha huh? 
Which Upanishad is he trying to quote? Huh? Ah, Bhagavad Gita. Because when you say Bhagavan Krishna, it is not an Upanishad. It is Bhagavad Gita. And then there is a quote that is picked off directly from the Bhagavad Gita. And uh, that we shall see, you know, uh, that we shall read and look at tomorrow. And so, you know, that is, you know, that is that. So now, with verse 60 concludes this section. And uh, then, section 61 to uh, the, the next section uh, of how to conquer Mano Rajya, this fantasy life is talked about in 61 and 62 and then from 63 to 69 how to win over Jiva Srishti these are the verses that are going to talk about that so these are some things that we have to look forward to the rest of the week Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaga Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om